You're listening to the apple-flavored pomegranate. Penetrate the portal to coupling ecstasy with Justin and Tonya Dawn Reckler. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the apple-flavored pomegranate. I am Tonya Dawn Reckler with my wonderfully delicious and delectable husband, Justin Reckler, is here with me right beside me. Hello, my love. Hello, everybody. <laughs> he is quite divine, and he has quite the poem selection for you uh, for right before the break, so make sure you're listening intently on this one because we're talking all about coming together in times of chaos. You know, we sat with this because this is kind of a running theme in our existence, and it could actually be called the Bonobo Way for couples because (laughs) if you're familiar with the old chimpanzee studies and animal behavior and all that fun stuff that I delved into in my graduate school days, um, it's quite the funny story. And so we're going to address that when we come back from the break um, because it is kind of a lengthy Discussion about what's possible between us as couples. Yeah, but it's fun, though. Oh, it's not just fun. It is saucy. It is yummy, (laughs) and it will change your relationship forever. I promise you that. If you entertain the fact that maybe we are much, much bigger than we think we are, and and perhaps much more... uh, variable than we give ourselves credit for and far more creative than than we like to think. And so we're going to we're going to challenge that notion here today on this episode because when we're willing to come together in this space of kind of leaning in, right? There we do open up channels of creativity. And I and it seems like are you freaking kidding me, Tonya? Like we're talking about chaos, right? Are you aware of everything going on in the world? Like things are tough and you're like up in some cloud talking about creativity and flying together in in spheres of light, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. And, right, not fanciful at all. In no. fact, it is the only way we've seen to stay together and survive this stuff. We're not denying that these things are happening, folks. We're saying we think this might be the only answer to it, right? And so this is how adamant we are about recognizing, yes, for sure, things are tough in the world. We are not real clear on what's about to happen or where we're going or where we're going to end up or even who we are anymore. But in the moments, recognizing that we have choice, especially in our relationship container, right? Absolutely, we're not denying it. What we're saying is, is that at the end of the day, you and I matter most. Absolutely. And, and and that's really the point of today's episode is is making sure that we know where to go when those energetic waves start washing over us and make us incredibly uncomfortable. And so that's what we're talking about today and how you can do that. Not only how you are able to do that in your coupling, how also how we believe that it serves as that incredibly solid foundation for the family, for communities, um, and for the world at large. And, and in coupling, we get to see this reflected. We can move through and reprogram those layers much faster in reflection. Um, and if we know how to hold these in spaces of love, then it's easier than we think. I promise you that we will touch in on that when we come back from the break. For now, Justin has a beautiful poem to share all about today's topic. This is Close, Close All Night by Elizabeth Bishop. Close, close all night the lovers keep. They turn together in their sleep. 
close as two papers in a book that read each other in the dark. Each knows all the other knows, learned by heart from head to toes. Mm, yummy. And if you want to know that feeling by yourself or with others, make sure you come to the experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up for the next experience where you get to know what that feels like for you and, and really where this applies in so many other areas of your existence outside of your coupling. And it is really yummy in the coupling. So, so we recommend starting there. So stay tuned, folks. We'll be all over this conversation when we come back all about coming together in times of chaos. Stay here. Hi, everyone. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. Are you ready to master your life? Are you looking for more calm and peace, connectedness in your relationships, more clear communication, guided thoughts, and a confidence in your ability to come up with creative solutions no matter what happens? Then join us at our next experience. Go to superpowerexperts.com and get signed up today. Awesome. We're back. We're talking all about coming together in times of chaos on the apple-flavored pomegranate. And before the break, we talked a little bit about the Bonobo way, right? And so we're going to talk uh, talk some about that today. And, and where we look at this is where we had the original animal studies that determined a lot of what we thought about human behavior. And that was this the the chimpanzee. And we, there, there was a specific type of chimpanzee that was looked at, which was a particularly matriarchal, aggressive type of, of, of chimp, where um, if, if, if an, a foreign object was thrown into to their arena... They, they would respond aggressively, right? They and would fight. Of, they would fight. They would, they would get into competition. So essentially that study was saying that, well, if chimpanzees are like this, then that must be how man is as well. And that kind of set the program moving forward. Correct. And, and it's like, because we've heard it before, that's our closest relative, an, relative yeah. in the animal kingdom or whatever, whatever it is that we believe about where we came from. And, so, and, and not denying that evolution is a thing, right? So, so not to set you all off on that, that's not the conversation. The conversation is about how that informed our human behavior and what we thought about ourselves and each other. Yeah, just in that right. study alone, it, it set a whole new pathway for how we view ourselves as human beings. Correct. And while that could be observable, it was probably observable in human behavior as well, it it, it sort of allowed for that program to take hold. It kind of gave us permission to act yeah. from that way. Well, I not not surprisingly, there were other chimpanzees, right? There are other chimpanzees, and they respond differently. And there is a, a type of chimp called the bonobo chimp who is more matriarchal. And, and they are a non-aggressive society. And when foreign objects are thrown into the area where they live, they have sex. That is the way they respond. They, they, they come together, literally, <laughs> and pun intended and, and that's how they resolve it and it's, it's not just like one it's not just a, it's like the entire the entire right it's a group activity it's, it's a, group a family activity. affair right and so we go ah right of course we didn't want to think about that in our human behavior you know it, it that's not something that we were quite programmed to receive however we can extrapolate we are not creatures just just driven by our impulses we can control and manage our impulses and there's value in looking at this. Both types of chimps were simply re responding to energetic stimulus that they didn't understand. Yeah, so in the patriarchal model of the chimpanzee tribes, right, they, they, they would fight, attack, and kill. 
And in the Bonobo way, it was it was like Love Fest 1974. That's exactly right. And so so that tells us that we that there are options, and that's really all we need, right? Yeah. The, the, this is the game of choice, right? This is the game of seeing options, so that we can make different choices, recognizing that we're not imprisoned to whatever programs we're currently running. It truly is that simple. It doesn't sound simple, but it is simple when we can step back and look at it. And the way that you get a vantage point like this is you have to know how to center into yourself, expand your mindset out, and ground in. Like it, it is a. It sounds complicated, but those of you who've had the luxury of coming to a SIFA experience, you know how simple it is, and how naturally we settle back into this space, which truly gives us not just the confidence, but the calm and the peace and the guidance to know how to move forward from the places we're in without going to embattlement within our beautiful relationships. Yeah, and just to be clear, so there's no confusion here, what what the study is saying and what we're saying here is not that if you get angry, go have sex. No, 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 that's not what we're saying at all. And I think it's important, that's an important distinction in, in in this space, it's the if something new comes into your environment and you don't know what to do with it energetically, uh, you've never experienced it before as a couple. Uh, it's you don't know how you're going to get through. It threatens your survivability, whatever. Rather than fighting it together, because that tends to lend to us then fighting one another, right, in our relationships. Rather than doing that, choose the bonobo method and work through it together that way. Correct. And and truth, I mean, sex is a phenomenal tool for that. And just your point is, is incredibly important. Like, this is not an invitation to work through your emotions using sex. That That's not what's being discussed. And so I'm really glad that you said that. Um, we can be emotional during sex, but this process is is giving us the the ability to say, okay, wait, we can manage our emotions. Because really in a relationship, it's each individual person's responsibility to manage their own emotional expression. We try to kind of throw it at each other. We try to make it each other's responsibilities. But at the end of the day, we are the only ones who can manage our emotional expression because it comes from within. It may be catalyzed, set off, poked at, prodded, you know, um, from someone else. However, we're always in charge of our responses. And that's difficult sometimes for us to remember. And that's why it's important to have a very healthy SIFA practice. Because in that practice, you remember that you actually do have that level of control. Yeah, that, right. Well you well you, you can you can feel it. Not only can you that's feel right. it, but when you when you go through the process in relationship, you, you can sense and feel your partner, you know where they're at as well. So, so if they're afraid or if they're scared or if they're solid, you're going to be able to lean into them and you're going to be able to tell that in that process. And what's so beautiful is that SIFA is a lifetime practice, but it is not a lifetime sentence. What's so wonderful about it is that you practice it, right? So practiced activation leads to instant activation, leads to constant activation. You integrate the entire thing. And it's, it's good, now your program, yeah, and you just the way of being. are right. It's not. It's not. Oh, I have to. I have to meditate for fifteen minutes for the rest of my life every day, or whatever it is, two hours every day, in order to find this place. That that's another sentence, folks. Like like it is. Those are just doorways and paths. Pathways for us to get there, and we can certainly adopt whatever practices well, make us feel good, but not 
as a dependency because we think that we can't get there otherwise. Well, and you, yeah, I gotta admit, I mean, just saying, Sifa with the Bonobo method. Hey, forget about it, guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> Just forget about it. I'm telling you. Just, you know, that yeah. that's one of those like multi-million dollar like conferences. We should do like a, a very exclusive couples retreat Ooh. and talk about how to integrate the um the not so talked about levels of SIFA, um, not so publicly talked about levels of SIFA into um your own chosen method of transmuting. Okay, energies. so I'm just gonna throw this out there because we <laughs> we're 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 in the event planning stage. So I'm just gonna throw this out there. If you're listening to this, that piques your interest, shoot me an email directly, <laughs> Justin at superpowerexperts.com and let's talk. Yes, we do have superpowers and um we Yes, anyway, we'll move on right now. So it, this idea of coming together in times of chaos as we close up this <laughs> show, method. the Bonobo Method, um, invites us to remember, yes, we have um, kind of programs or, or idiosyncrasies or behaviors that, that come from this sort of creature element that we are. We are undeniably creatures at some level of our beingness, but that's not all we are. We are much, much, much more than that. And we get to choose where we're identifying in that spectrum at all times. We get to play in all of it. However, Sifa puts us back in charge of where we're identifying in it so we don't feel so freaking and insecure and uncomfortable and scared all the time, right? Aren't we done with that? Yeah. Are we done with that, right? Can we please go into this space where we know who we are, are confident in who we are and how to find our own guidance so we can create together what comes next. SIFA is the answer for that. So make sure you get over to superpowerexperts.com and sign up for the experience. We're so grateful that you join us here each and every episode. And we invite you to join us there because it is always more, more fun, fun to play, to play with, with others. others. We love you all. Love each other. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.